Hey everyone, welcome back to Travel with Bez. Thank you for listening and tuning in. My fourth episode, this is crazy. I mean, it feels like I just started it. I guess it's not that crazy. It's only episode four. But I look forward to doing this every week and I absolutely love covering London and cities that I'm taking trips outside of London and just focusing on this new city that I live in. But all season one is going to be London. Season two is going to be a mystery. So you'll have to keep listening to find out what I do season two on. But until then, season one, London. London calling. I listen to that every time I land in London. I know I'm lame. Whatever. Today I'm going to be covering Stoke Newington and Newington Green, which is an area in London in the north east it's in the borough of hackney and it's a really underrated neighborhood i think so i'm covering it for y'all not a lot of people talk about stoke newington on podcasts so that's what i'm here for if you haven't yet followed me on instagram follow me it's in the show notes the link to my instagram and my handle is at travel with bez i post pictures of everything i talk about on this podcast on my instagram as well as join my travel friends group I host it on an app called Flick. It's totally free. It's available on Apple and Android. And I started this group because I found all these Instagram travel accounts that had traveled to so many amazing places, but I couldn't keep track of where all of them were, you know, going. And I would comment on someone and say, hey, what's a tip here? And then I'd forget the tip. So I said, there needs to be an easier way to keep up with all these people. And I said, I want to find like a giant group chat for them. And that's what I found. Flick is basically, there's a hundred of us now all joined in it. And we all talk about tips, where to go, what to see, start new topics. It's like a giant group chat with a bunch of people from all over the world. And we organize them in a bunch of different group topics. And I want to grow it to be the biggest travel group that I can. So join it. And the link is in my travel or show notes as well as my Instagram bio. So, without further, further ado, here is the next episode Stoke Newington, London. All right, welcome back. We are going to dive right in to Stoke Newington. Stoke Newington, Newington Green are, is a neighborhood in northeast London. Some people say north London, some people say east London. Um, It's right at the border of, Newington Green is right at the border of where Islington ends and Hackney begins. So it's in the county region of Hackney. Newington Green, I'm going to start there because I'm kind of going from the west to the east of the neighborhood. Newington Green is actually a really amazing little neighborhood right next to Stoke Newington. It's actually known as the birthplace of feminism, which is awesome because I love that. Um, Mary Wollstonecraft lived in the area. She was a very um, rich woman who decided to be single, which was, you know, not so trendy in the 1700s. She had, I think, inherited money. That's why she was just rich on her own, and maybe she didn't have any brothers. Um, I can't remember exactly, but she was wealthy, and she wrote a book which is 
pretty much the book that started feminism as we know it today, the first wave of feminism, called The Vindication of the Rights of Women. And she was extremely passionate about making sure women had equal rights and could do things themselves and didn't have to have a man's permission. So she was light years ahead and who knows where feminism would be without her, you know, today. Another fun fact is she was the mother of Mary Shelley. Yeah, Mary Shelley who wrote Frankenstein. Mary Shelley who wrote Frankenstein's mom was Mary Wollstonecraft who started the birth of feminism. I mean, talk about good genes, right? The two Marys. Um, so on Stoke Newington, on or in Stoke Newington, or Newington Green on the Green, there is a church there. Um, she's also credited with founding the Unitarian Church. Um, so there's a branch of that there. Really interesting. The pastor is an atheist, so it's a very open-minded church. Definitely not your typical one. Not even non-denominational. It's just a place where good people who believe in humanity and the goodness of humanity gather. And if you believe in God and you be- if you believe in any religion or whatever, everyone and everything is accepted. So that's really awesome. Look up to her for that. Right on the other side of the green is a school that she opened for girls, an all-girls school that she used with her money to help girls get educated. She believed educating women is the way to save the world. So she did that. And it's awesome. It has a little green plaque on it. Um, and you can see Mary Wollstonecraft lived and worked here and started her all-girls all school. Um, I wanted to read a couple of quotes from Mary Wollstonecraft <laughs> just so. I just love this woman. I love that she's from this little part of London and more people should know about it. A lot of feminists in the world. Me Too movement. Hello. One of the quotes from her is, I do not wish women to have power over men, but over themselves. I love that. That's what feminism is. It's empowering women, not disempowering men. Um, The beginning is always today. I love that quote. It's like, you know, something else, yesterday sucked, it's okay, today is good. You can definitely apply that to travel. (laughs) Anybody ever have a shit travel day and you're just like, oh, God, I thought this trip was going to be great. Ah, well, go to sleep, wake up, next day is going to be good. So that's one of her quotes. Final one I want to read, Mary Wollstonecraft, is, Make women rational creatures and free citizens, and they will quickly become good wives. That is, if men do not neglect the duties of husbands and fathers. I think that's great too. You know, she wasn't trying to bra burn and take down the institute of marriage, but she just said, you know, men and women both need to equally have as much responsibility in being husband, wives, mothers, and fathers. So awesome woman. <clears throat> Definitely recommend you go to see that. And while you're there on the green, this little green has so much going on on it. There's a couple of amazing restaurants, one called The Acoustic, which is famous because it's Jeremy Corbyn's favorite restaurant. Jeremy Corbyn, the leader of the Labor Party, quite well known definitely in England and around the world. If you're listening and you don't know who Jeremy Corbyn is, he's kind of the English Bernie Sanders, I guess. Maybe their politics aren't exactly the same, but kind of the same kind of figure, old, white, gray-haired man, you know, fighting for democracy. 
so it's his favorite restaurant he actually opened um or did the court uh ribbon cutting ceremony for the acoustic and they have delicious food it's it's a turkish mediterranean place but i mean they have everything they have hamburgers they have traditional turkish dishes they have avocado toast it is it's one of the tastiest places amazing juices and smoothies really big portions they have a meze platter oh it's delicious really cute patio and you can look out on the green you know have a coffee have a tea it's delicious um another restaurant on the green is called bergen house and wow one of the most underrated restaurants in London, I think. It is so good and affordable. They have quesadillas, fish and chips, croquettes, burgers, vegetarian options, salad, steak and fries. They just have everything. Delicious cocktails, really nice interiors. It's one of those rare finds that is aesthetically beautiful, delicious, and a good price. Um, and that's right a few a block away from the acoustic so could go over there for lunch or dinner has big windows as well looking over the park and then finally there's Perea, which is p-e-r-i-l-l-a it's a restaurant that's on the corner of a building it has kind of rounded glass so it's all big glass windows big rubber plants and big trees inside very green very hipster um and they have a, a more you know fancy menu one of those ones where the dishes you're not really sure what it is but it tastes good um so that's a bit fancier if you dig that good place to have a fancy dinner very trendy every time I see it it's packed so that's all within Newington Green really good restaurants cafes um oh geez one more Bella Poc Bella Poc is a uh French cafe one of the only places you can get really good French Comte de cheese that's not crazy expensive um owned by a, a French woman I think they have one other location but she just makes the best pastries really good coffee big window you can overlook the green and it is just so freaking cute to do work there read a book there the pastries are just to die for freshly baked every single day like if you go there late in the day they're all sold out because they literally make it so fresh and they only make a limited amount so get there early for a really delicious choice of a croissant and they also make cakes for your party if you want to have a party you can get one from Bella Poc and then do a little French grocery shopping they make French bread baguettes all of that you can get it there it's like a little cafe store so that is Bella Poc and Newington Green now if you travel from Newington Green up the road, up Green Lanes, you will run into Clissold Park, which is just my favorite park in London. It's gorgeous. It's Newington Green, Stoke Newington. That's where it is. And it is huge. It has, I talked about it in the London Parks episode. It has sheep in it, has deers. It's great for frisbee walking it's just gorgeous the trees are huge it, they look almost like broccoli sticking out of the ground and it is just the best place for a picnic and people watching or going for a run love Clissold Park now heading into Stoke Newington if you walk along Stoke Newington High Street there are a ton of cute shops and boutiques there's one that has like cute little kitchen knickknacks you know Shit, that's just cute. You probably don't need it, but it's adorable. It's one of those streets where just all the little shops just like, oh, I need that. I need a new cute bottle opener. Um, so go along Church Street, Stoke Newington High Street. There's uh, the Stoke Newington Bookshop, which is so well curated. 
I always find a book in there. Even when I don't intend to buy one, they just happen to display one that looks amazing. And I grab it and the cover looks good. And then I read about it. Then I read the first few pages and I'm like, I have to buy this, even though I have a library membership. I have to buy this book right now. So that's fabulous. Love that. They have a Whole Foods there as well. So if you're American and looking for a Whole Foods, there's only a couple in London and one is in Stoke Newington. Another great thing about the neighborhood is it's it's not central, but I hang out mostly in East London. So I would say it's really easy to get all around East London from Stoke Newington. So if you're traveling to London and you fancy a trip that's a little bit more, you know, authentic to the London experience, you're not trying to go to Covent Garden and Big Ben and the South Bank, I would stay in Stoke Newington because it's cheaper. Not many tourists stay there and it's super easy and you have access to all of the great spots in East London, you know, Brick Lane, easy to get to Shoreditch, easy to get to Whitechapel, easy to get to Angel, you know, side note, if you're ever an angel, go to Angel Comedy Night at the Nags Head, it's free comedy, it's hilarious, hilarious, the comedians that come through there, it's free, so definitely check that out, but Stoke Newington is just, just fabulous. It's kind of hard to even describe exactly all the places to go. Because it's one of those where you just, you go to the three, is it the, the three horses? The white horse? Stoke Newington. <laughs> uh, the pubs and bars there are, you know, just they're just so quaint. All the shops, so cute. I love hanging out there um, for a coffee and a drink out with friends. That, ladies and gentlemen, is what I have to say about Stoke Newington, one of my favorite, most historical neighborhoods of London. Let me know if you liked this episode. I hope you did. It's, you know, I'm trying to give you guys stuff that's not what everyone else is talking about about London. I want to tell you about the really, you know, cool things to do. The things that aren't going to cost you a million dollars. The ways to see London that are on a budget. comment in my Instagram or, you know, join my Flick group. Let me know what you thought about this episode. If you're listening to this from the Travel Friends Flick group, I hope you like it. If you have any suggestions, feel free to let me know what you want to know about London, any neighborhoods you might want, you know, explored, and I will take those requests. Just like again, I said, check out the show notes, link to my Instagram, link to the travel friends group and till then talk to you next week travel safely